Here's what's making business headlines today. I'm Bryce, joined by Ren. It's Wednesday, the 16th of November. So, Ren, where are we heading today? Well, Bryce, we're starting in Indonesia, heading to Japan, and then finishing over in the United States. So, let's move to our first story where the G20 continues in Indonesia. G20? More like G20. <laughs> the Chinese president has been the focus of the summit, meeting leaders in person for the first time in three years. He met with President Biden for three hours, met with Australia's Prime Minister for 32 minutes and also met with leaders from the Netherlands, Canada, France and South Korea. Ukraine has also been a focus of the summit. President Zelensky addressed the summit via video link, calling them G19 in a clear message to Russia, who is one of the 20-member nations. Take that, Putin. And another focus of the summit has been climate change. No surprises there. Countries have announced a $20 billion fund to help Indonesia use less coal. And in return, Indonesia has promised that its carbon emissions would peak at 290 million tonnes by 2030, which is seven years earlier than previously forecast. The $20 billion will come from a combination of grants and loans from government and private sources. Now, we've seen similar deals like this before, notably one with South Africa that was worth $8.5 billion. There is a growing recognition from wealthier nations that they need to support poorer nations in transitioning away from fossil fuels. It comes after a paper was released last week saying the world has just nine years to limit temperature rises to 1.5 degrees Celsius. But Ren, let's move to Japan where the world's third largest economy has unexpectedly shrunk by 1.2% in the three months between July and September this year. Yeah, now Japan was hit hard by the pandemic. We can all remember the Olympics from last year with no crowds, most cities still in strict COVID lockdowns. But over the past nine months, Japan has loosened restrictions and the economy has come back to life. In the second quarter, from April to June... Japan's economy grew by 4.6%. And this was expected to continue. Analysts had predicted a small expansion in the most recent quarter, but the 1.2% contraction has come at somewhat of a surprise. So I guess the question is, what can we learn here? Why did Japan's economy get smaller? And it really is all about the strong US dollar and the weak Japanese yen. The yen is sitting at its lowest level against the dollar since 1990, and the Japanese central bank has been stubborn in keeping interest rates increasing incredibly low despite inflation which is making the yen weaker. Japan is a big net importer, meaning they buy a lot more goods and services from other countries than they produce themselves. So a weak yen means they can buy less of goods imported from overseas, which has led to less consumption and an overall smaller economy. Now, look, it's not all bad news. Economists are predicting Japan's economy will return to growth in the fourth quarter, but the strong US dollar is rocking economies around the world. And Ren, finally, Walmart, the world's biggest supermarket chain, reported revenue in the third quarter of $153 billion. $153 billion yes. in three months. That's more than $10 billion a week. It's unbelievable. It's more than a billion dollars a day. Yes, it is nearly a 9% increase on the same period last year. But to put that number in context with some of Walmart's competitors, Home Depot reported $39 billion revenue in the same period, Costco reported $52 billion and Amazon reported revenue of $127 billion. So Walmart is the largest company in the world measured by revenue, not by profit, not by market value, but by revenue, Walmart is the biggest. 
And the result this quarter was thanks to demand for groceries holding up despite inflation, despite higher prices, and discounts on clothing and electronics helped Walmart cut back its excess supply ahead of the upcoming holiday season. The company has announced a new $20 billion share buyback plan, rounding out a very positive report for the retailer. Now, unsurprisingly, Walmart stock was up on this report. It was up by more than 7%, but it should be noted it came on a day when Walmart also agreed to pay $3.1 billion to American states and cities, which had accused Walmart of contributing to the opioid crisis by failing to regulate prescriptions. And if you want to read more about that, I've got to recommend a book here, Dreamland by Sam Quinones. Really, really good book. Mm. All right, Ren. Well, that brings us to the end of our three stories. But of course, we finish with a fact of the day. So what have you got? Zero, Bryce, or in particular, zero dollars. That is the amount of corporate tax that nearly 800 major Australian companies paid in the 2021 financial year. Yeah, it can really make your blood boil when you see the stats. And on today's episode of The Dive, we look at how companies avoid paying tax all around the world and what is being done to make them pay their fair share. You can listen to that episode accompanying these headlines now, but that will do us for today. Bryce, thanks for joining me.